This is our Lord of the Flies podcast. My name is Hannah Fisher. I'm Aiden Yevalov. Hi, I'm Jordan Holland. I'm Jessica Bailey. I'm Caitlin Burns. Okay, so we're going to start off with our 30-second summarize of Lord of the Flies. So mine is, in the book Lord of the Flies, a group of boys get stranded on an island after a plane crash. With no adults, the boys have to learn how to work together and create their own civilization. The boys elect a chief, which is Ralph, to help keep order, but a power struggle arises between Jack and Ralph, um, causing the boys to split. Um, a ruthless and wicked side of the boys begin to take over, and throughout the story, it's described as the beast. Oh, I like your summary. It's, it yeah. it yeah. describes things really well, I think. But yeah. Uh, so you're okay. Uh, Whoever's next. Okay, I'll go. So the novel starts by a plane crash, leaving no survivors but some kids. Uh, They then find themselves having to create their own temporary society and structure with no influence of adults. Um, There are disputes for how they want to govern their tribe and who the leader should be. Throughout the book, there are power struggles and ascension to savagery from the boys. There's a symbol of evil that's super important through the book called The Beast, and each boy has their own interpretation of it, but it ends up being the unstoppable force that gets released when they get separated to, to, from society, killing everything and everything, anything and everything opposing it. That was good. Was yeah, that was really good. Nice. Okay, Jordan, do you want to go now? Yeah, here's my 30 second summary. So, Lord of the Flies is a story about the loss of civilization. After a plane crashes filled with schoolboys onto a good island, they are forced to survive on their own with no adult supervision. Some boys were excited for freedom, but many believed they needed order and rules, while the littlest ones cried for their mothers. Throughout the book, the boys are faced with many obstacles on the island. As the boys fight for power, chaos starts to erupt. Disagreements on what is most important becomes a divider amongst the group. As power struggles and disagreements grow stronger, the evil within the boys did as well. While the savage boys disguise themselves with paint and run free, the others stayed enlightened to keep their British ways. The dark and the boys finally take over the island and themselves, but ironically, this is when the remaining group gets saved. I really like that. That was really good. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. that it like, included the main point. Is- Mine's a little bit more, like, specific events that happened, but, okay, I'll go. Lord of the Flies is about a group of boys that are in a plane crash and land on a deserted island with no adults. Ralph becomes the leader of all of them, but Jack wanted to be the leader, too. Throughout their time on the island, Jack seems to be drifting apart from the rest of the group with the hunters. The little ones are working less and distracted by a beast that they think lives on the island. Ralph doesn't believe that the beast is real. Simon thinks that the beast is the evil inside everyone. And Jack wants to kill the beast, which pulls a lot of the kids away from the rest of the group to join him. Jack's rebellion starts to grow stronger as they leave the group and begin to sabotage and fight back against everyone else. Many main characters die, and when one of the fires gets out of control and begins to burn down the whole island, Ralph manages to get to the beach where he sees people who came there to rescue them yeah okay i think that's probably the best one so far that goes yeah that's really good individual struggles for you i like the details you added like about the different characters okay okay so yes i will go so i have 30 seconds the lord of the flies by william golding is a book about a group of young boys who survive a plane crash on an island in the middle of nowhere 
There are no adults with them, so they start an organized democracy with the chief rules and jobs. They have a conch that symbolizes order and civilization, and also use smoke as a signal for any passing ships. They think that there might be a beast on the island. This represents the evil and viciousness in the boys. Throughout the story, they start to disagree, fight, and end up splitting into two groups. Through deaths, fire, achievements, and disagreements, the boy ba- the boys barely make it and end up getting rescued. That was good. Yeah, that was really I good. I like that you focused on the, on like the group and how they manage their tribe. I guess I don't really know what Thank to call you. it. Yeah, I liked yeah, it because it was simple too. Yeah, and the evil she talked about. It. I like how yeah. she just. <laughs> okay, if y'all want to vote on who do you think did the best? Um, yes, because I think hers was really detailed, but also like told the whole story in a whole. I guess. Yeah, I would agree with that, but then uh, Caitlin's goes over more of the, it goes over the um, beast and the, what they do with their tribe. Yeah, I agree, I think. So, I trails it through the book, it doesn't just, like, fade off. Yeah, I agree, I think Caitlin did the best. I think that everyone did really well, there weren't any who, like, were totally off, we all put in a lot of work in detail. Yeah. Yeah. Do we actually have to, like, decide on one or just, like, talk about it? I think we just have to talk about it, but um, okay. I, I would say mine is um, Caitlin's. Oh, me too. Yeah, I agree. I like Jordan's and Jessica's, but I like everybody's. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so on to the next section. Okay, does anybody want to read the question? Um, I'll read it. Okay, so um, Simon says maybe there is a beast. Ralph said, but there isn't a beast. And Jack says we'll make sure when we go hunting. How does William Golding use the beast in the novel as a whole? Um, so for mine, I just said the beast is like a symbol of evil, and it's something that just comes out when they're stranded on the island. And they have no real adults to guide them. So when the beast is... It's, something inside of them when it's kept there in such a perfect area for it to come out it can take over them with no take them over with no like rules mm-hmm. yeah so at the beginning agree. yeah it's like it's kind of hidden at the beginning of the book but like towards the end it becomes more apparent and then just it like really like steps up in the last couple chapters yeah i agree with that I'm more focused on it being like the boys fear like their fear of being alone like for the little ones their fear of the unknown like in the water and in the forest and like also their fear about not being rescued since they've been trapped for so long on the island yeah yeah i, 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 I agree i kind of said i was going along with it too um because imagine like at school and then on your way home crash you were you're young and there are no adults no civilization and you're just all alone and it the beast really represents fear and even the antagonist in the book yeah i agree i kind of was going off what jordan said about like everyone had like different views of what the beast is or like if it exists um, like, the author stresses it, like, how alone they are, and also just to put, like, fear into play. Yeah. Basically, what I was saying was how, um, the 
boys act, like, the more they went to, like, their savage ways, the more that the beast was more, like, apparent and the more they feared it. Um, like, an example of this was that one night when Jack and his group went to steal Piggy's glasses. Um, there was a lot of talk about the beast during that day, and, like, the little ones were really scared. And then that day was one of the days when they acted very And then it also goes back to the, um, what, I think it was how boys are vicious or something that we read yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and that we all have, like, this wicked or, like, evil part of us, but, and just, because yeah. of the island, it, like, becomes something more. Yeah, Golding has a really, like, unique perspective of human philosophy and, you know, emotion and stuff like that. Yeah, and with that... We can pretty much move on to the next question because it's about golding and like what they think about what they think about evil. Yeah. Um, Do you want to read it? Yeah. So the question is, what do you think Golding has to say about evil and Lord of the Flies? How does he convey his ideas to the reader? I was kind of saying that not only does Golding use the Beast to show like how he feels about evil in real life, but also all of the characters in the book represent how someone in real society would react um, to evil. Like, the little ones, they are kept up at night, and they're scared, and they're always thinking it's right there. And then there's people like Jack, who are always set on going out and fighting it, and fearing that maybe one day it might affect them somehow. And then there's the people like Ralph who pretty much refuse to believe it until they see it. Yeah, I I really agree with that. I like that. Yeah, I agree with that too. I agree with how you said that, but I also thought of it in the way that Golding thinks that there's evil in everyone and there's evil in some, like more in some people. And he thinks of it as like whether people want to believe that or not, it's there. And I think it's shown in the book because we can tell that like Jack really has this like evil side to him and more savage but where ralph he doesn't really seem like he has it but i feel like at the same time throughout the book you see that all of them are like have this like pull to keep doing these evil things through the book the more they're on the island yeah i think jack is just jack and roger show really yeah i agree ability to beast and they for some reason got swayed a lot more with it than yeah i agree i think like all the boys had something in them it just like because the island was like a mask 
I guess. Or, like, before they were hiding in a mask. But, like, as they, like, got on the island, I feel like it's more that they can show their true colors because there's no adults around and it's just, yeah. There was one thing that Jordan said that I really liked. I, like, I forget exactly what she said, but it was something, like, it's always there and whether or not you want to, like, accept that is, like, up to you. And I really like that because I definitely see how, like, see that in the book like through Ralph and then in real society it's like the people who just they just don't want to believe it and yet it's not really going to change anything yeah because I feel like that's the same too in the book when Golding talks about like when they're doing stuff like killing the pigs and thing it's almost like every time he talks about it the boys get some type of rush from doing like that evil action like they get excited or they want to keep doing it because this feeling comes in like inside of them and they're like oh I really like how this feels and I think that's shown a lot through Roger yeah, yeah. Uh, for them Kate sorry you can go no. um going back to what someone said earlier um for for our journal write for number for chapter eight um the quote was if we can't separate our civilized self from our self which will take over and why and I think that's really a big like it relates to this question because everybody two sides and then everybody has a survival and a status one of them might be more noticeable or one of them might be more present but everybody always has both and it's just a matter of which one you will let take over i think golding has a really again unique perspective on this so i think when he wrote that he was thinking in mind the evil side will take over and that's what he tries to you know portray through the lord of the flies with the whole beast and Mm-hmm. everything that's going on there like when they were trying to kill the pigs as you said earlier um at first they couldn't do it he couldn't kill the pig but then they later they cut its throat and they set it down as the lord of the flies so it shows progression of you know them yeah. getting separated yeah. from society like how you were saying in the beginning they couldn't kill the pig it was like they were still trying to like hold on to their civilization or like that properness that they had but the later they get, they realize that they don't want to and their inner savage selves just kind of come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, they, they still felt connected to it. We heard, like, Jack pretty much flat out say, he didn't say it, but it was, like, him thinking it. Like, he just didn't want to kill the pig at the beginning. He couldn't do it. Like, he had the choice. And then at the yeah. end, if he was given that choice again, it wouldn't even be really much of a debate he would kill it just because yeah right? now he's kind of just addicted to like killing pigs at the from like the middle of the book he just wants to stop doing everything and just won't be fine yeah, yeah i agree to wrap it up i think it just really shows how much these characters have changed from being stuck on a deserted island around no other people so they're stuck with the same people for months or whatever i don't know how long they're on there but it really just shows how much a person can change in that short amount of time. Yeah, and then going on to, like, the next question, but, like, with Roger as a whole, like, the this last question also works with how Roger has, like, really changed. And then going on to the next question, does anybody want to read it? Um, I'll read it. Okay. Trace Roger's evolution from dark boy to sadist. What behavior has he expressed that has gradually led him to evolve into a frightening and dangerous figure? How is he a natural extension of Jack's authority? 
Well, kind of like going back to what we were just talking about before, we were talking about how Jack, like at the beginning, he felt that feeling like, I can't kill the pig, I'm not going to do it. And we also see that with Roger, with like um, the throwing the stones and he like purposely missed them. But then at the end, I mean, he killed Piggy. Like, that's really saying something that shows how much he changed. Yeah, I feel like he was, like, always more, like, savage than the other boys. That, like, when they first got on the island, he was, like, more of it. But, like, as he realized that there were no adults around and that he could be, like, who he wanted to be or, like, show his true colors, that it just, like, transitioned. interesting if they did like yeah so adding on to what Aiden said um it's like Jack was definitely one of the ones at the beginning who seemed to be more innocent than the other ones where you could see that Roger like had that feeling of like the evil inside of him and then as Roger sees that someone like Jack who seemed so like I said innocent at the beginning turned so evil it was kind of like a, okay, wait, this maybe isn't that bad, even though it is. Um, so then that kind of added on to, like, him just kind of going insane. Okay, 
Okay, so I think we've talked about a lot about, like, Roger's behavior, but how do we think that he's a natural extension of Jack's ability? Like, what has he done or why? Well, kind of going back to what Aiden said of the, like, um, how Jack, like, influenced him into becoming this person, I feel like, I don't know exactly how he said it, but. So, yeah, so he was already, like, on kind of the path, he was, he's just really, like, he's not manipulative because he, like, well, Jack isn't to Roger because Roger, like, that's what he already wanted, so when Jack kind of rose up to his level, they, they kind of just, you know, like, linked. They didn't do much communication, but they were just always on the same page. Yeah, I'm not sure if Roger was part of Jack's choir when they got there, but I know that when Jack initially created his tribe, Roger was like the first, one of the first ones to go with him. I think that he um, definitely believes like in the same type of um, dictator leadership, and he thinks that being cool by the end is like fun. He thinks it's funny and. Um, he gets more enjoyment out of that than he would an order and civilization. Yeah, I like your guys. Yeah, that's a really good point, too. I definitely agree with that. Does anyone want to add on anything else about that? I think we covered it. Yeah, I think we did, too. We covered it pretty well. (laughs) Okay, anybody want to say the next question? I can. Um... So the last question is, throughout the story, trace the symbolic role of fire. Begin with the raging fire that kills the small boy. Consider the changing role of fire between Jack's tribe and Ralph's, and finish this with the fire that destroys the island and brings rescue. Okay, so I think that, like, fire represents, like, safety and, like, rescue by the beginning of the book. But, like, as the story progresses, it becomes, like, more dangerous and like destructive but like it goes back at the end of the book to rescue even though it's like become this big thing i agree i think like yeah. what you're saying in the beginning the fire is contained and very civilized but toward the end the fire is big chaotic and it shows kind of like their savage self and i think that's what kind of what golding was trying to say was like the evil in them did take over but it also ended up saving them, so it was kind of like... Yeah, I agree. The fire kind of, like, represents the boys and how they transitioned. Those are, like... Sorry, you can go. (laughs) It's okay, you can go. Um, So those are, like, good points, but I don't think the fire, like, necessarily represents the boys because it, like, starts off as technology because it's from civilization, from Piggy's glasses. And without Piggy, that they think is completely useless, they wouldn't have anything really. They wouldn't have been able to cook the pig and, you know, get saved even because of Piggy's glasses. So by Piggy, just he also has good ideas, you know. So he's with Ralph as like a second hand. So the fire, yeah. I'm not really sure like where I'm going with this. I kind of just thought of it, but. the fire kind of almost represents the boys like innocence and sanity because um, in the beginning, the fire that um, makes the small boy disappear, it was kind of like their initial fire like when they first got there and they were still like very innocent, I guess. Um, and then 
the fire in the middle of the book. It's like not too big, but not too small. Like they're kind of changing and realizing that they might be stuck there for a while. And then by the end, they've just lost full control and the fire is covering the whole island and everything is just kind of going up in flames. Yeah, I yeah, agree with that. Kind of moving. Um, the fire, if it like really matched them though, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have gotten them saved because when the fire at the end, when they like see people, they kind of just snap out of everything and they, they remember, yeah, they true. realize like what they did is like horrible. So when they, so the fire like, kind of I think maybe represents them a little bit but at the end of the day the fire is just a really changing and fluid symbol in the book going back to what Caitlin had said um I wanted to I this kind of already been talked about but as we see like the more that the boys start turning to like the savage ways the less the fire is controlled just like the boys are but, I really agree with that, yeah. But it's, I, I kind of thought that it was weird how, like, the big fire that could have been, like, how they all died, how it all ended, is actually what saved them. Because, I mean, that's a side that we didn't see a lot of it with Golding's writing. Like, it just seemed very, like, evil is bad, evil leads to death and stuff. But this is kind of showing that the less control ended up being how they all the rest of them survived i don't know i thought it was just kind of weird how we ended with that yeah yeah i feel like it was a strange ending to showing how like the chaotic fire and their savage selves took over but at the same time they were still getting saved and brought back home like they wanted to be yeah yeah that's a really good observation yeah but i I, I didn't really notice that at all but yeah that's really true yeah i also think golden just kind of did it just to show like what how much they've transitioned or how much they've be like the like what they've become so like going back to home like it just makes you question about like what their life is going to look like and like how these boys are going to deal with what they've gone through yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Um, I'd be really curious to see once they do get home, like... Yeah, especially Roger, like, to know what happens with Yeah, him. What, what does happen with Roger? That's a really good point. That, like, yeah. do you think he just, like, went back to normal? Because it was already kind of, like... I mean, I don't know. I, like, don't, I, I don't think anyone could truly go back to normal after that. Like, well, not, like, completely normal, but, like, they did, like, kind of snap out of it, but I don't know if Roger would forget I don't, all that, because he's the extra influence. I don't think fully, but, like, they're going back to civilization instead of the island, so he might just put on that mask again and go back to, like, who he was before, but not entirely, because, like, I mean, after killing someone, you can't really go back. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, I don't think they're really going to speak about that again. I think they just... Like, instantly after that, after after they got rescued, they just looked back on it and instantly re- regretted everything. Okay. Yeah, Does anyone have anything else they want to say to this question? I think it was a good conversation. I think that we hit all the points. Yeah. And realized that fire represents more than just hunting and signals. 
really describes a lot of different yeah. symbolic ideas, I guess, is what we can mm-hmm. say. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good summary. Okay, so in summary of The Lord of the Flies, I think my favorite part out of the book was probably um, when Simon met with the beast because it was, like, really in-depth on what the beast could be translated into. Um, I think my favorite part of the book was, again, near that part where the beast was revealed as the Lord of the Flies after it you know, killed Simon and let it know that it couldn't be stopped. I think that's just really an interesting part of the book. My favorite part was definitely towards the end, at the ending, when they get saved, one, because it showed that they still, there is hope if you get lost. And also, like, when the officer talked about them, they should have been more civilized. I think it was really interesting. Um, I think that my favorite part is probably when they figured out how to make fire with Piggy's glasses, because... That was, like, one of the first, like, big things that they learned how to do while stranded on the island. Yeah, my favorite part was probably in the beginning when all of the boys were, like, in a civilization. It was all nice and organized because just the type of person I am, I like everything organized. So I guess that was my favorite part. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye.